I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Stephanie. We're here to review three movies from Spring into Love on Hallmark. We literally just watched the three movies <laughs> this weekend. Yep, we sure yeah. did. I watched We're two of cool them like today. <laughs> One of them yesterday. So I watched two of them today, and those are the only two because... She's well, a slacker! Explain. Well, I thought I had recorded A Pinch of Portugal. I swear I typed it in to Philo, hit save... And then I go to look and find it yesterday, and it was not saved. So I was like, okay, well, I'll save it, and I'm sure it's going to air soon. It doesn't air until Wednesday when this comes out. And it wasn't even available for, like, a replay with commercials, which was weird. So that makes me think it wasn't very popular. <laughs> no, I had the same thing happen with another new movie that we were talking about. Remember, there was one week where I had forgotten to record one? Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the same exact thing happened i was like wait a second why is this not it's whatever. weird and yeah. maybe i accidentally because so i have this chrome uh extension so all of my pages are on a dark theme because i don't like it too bright and sometimes when it converts a website to dark it hides some of the fonts because the colors aren't right so maybe i thought it was saved and it was really or i thought it wasn't saved because I couldn't see the unsave in front of it. And then I hit it, and then oh. it so unsaved it. And then, so I might have messed it up based on that. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe you're just like me and you're delusional. You just thought you did it because you thought it. You obviously, like when I, like I respond to text messages all the time in my brain and never get yeah. them out my fingers. <laughs> That's entirely possible that I thought I did it and I didn't. So who knows at this point? Either way, Carrie will still talk about it because yep. she watched it. But first up, we're going to cover The Professional Bridesmaid, and this stars Hunter King and Chandler Massey. When a professional bridesmaid books a high-profile wedding, she must keep her true identity a secret, not only from the wedding party, but also from the handsome reporter covering the event. Okay, so what did you give it for set, Carrie? We were in Ohio. I gave it a... I probably could have given it a ah. two, but I'm being generous. You know what? I marked it up to a four because I actually really thought the mansion was pretty and the wedding event venues that they did were pretty decorated like with all the florals and everything like the bride sh bridal shower and then the high tea so i kind of marked it up for prettiness but okay. it wasn't ohio <laughs> it was not portugal i can tell you that no <laughs> no so yeah I, I think it's funny you rated it so low okay style uh what did you give it a four i really really liked her specifically the pink one-shouldered dress I thought was gorgeous. But I did mm. like all of her outfits throughout the whole thing. I think Chandler looked great. They all looked really nice, all the people. What did you give it? I gave it a three. Uh, the movie starts with her in this pink bridesmaid's dress that looked... I gave it a two out of five. It looked like bad prom. Yeah. And then... That was like uh, 27 dresses dress. Yeah. It really was. It was awful shade and an awful shape. And then... Chandler's hair when we first meet him has this huge side part swoop and I was like whoa what's that like when they styled it he looked better but I was like I was thrown off by that and then I, I did like her floral dress that she wore to the tea party though it had that uh -huh. what is it called when the fabric's like crimped I, I can't remember is, is it pleats yes 
That's okay. what I was looking for. I really like that dress. I, love I actually we thought we would crimped like hair. <laughs> I know. That's the only thing I could think of. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had crimped hair in forever. Uh, but I have it, or I mean, I was expecting it to kind of be like 27 dresses where we see a lot of bridesmaids dresses, which is why I rated the first one. But we really only saw that one and then the last one. <laughs> Yeah, and the last one I thought was nice. I was really actually kind of surprised, though. I am not going to lie, because they had this conversation about how this seemed so unrealistic, by the way, nod to storyline, where the coach from his hockey team wants them to do the colors, the wedding, the colors of the team, and they're like fighting over what it's what they're gonna be and she's like and it took me a long time to get them to decide so i was either expecting red or blue and white is the colors of the bouquet that i was expecting from this and they went purple (laughs) i was like i don't see the coach thinking that that was an agreement well i don't see the hockey team caring and wanting this wedding to be their red white and blue colors i completely agree it's odd that they would want any input into a player's wedding. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, okay. I agree. So that leads us into storyline then. What did you give it? So I gave it a four. I was very pleasantly surprised because if you remember from our preview episode, I was not super excited. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting much from this. You know, I like Hunter, I like Chandler. So those were like the pros to me of this, but the storyline I thought, well, this is silly. It's, you know, I didn't really write anything down about it, but I did like the way that the secret came out. Like I was expecting how was I expecting this to happen? I was expecting it to be kind of different the way that it came out for whatever reason, but maybe I'm getting this confused with the hearts in the game one. The hearts in the game one, I definitely felt that way. You didn't think that he would overhear somebody saying like, oh, you were a great professional bridesmaid. Well, I don't think I was expecting it to be overheard at the party where they don't want people to know. I can, I understand that. Cause I was like, why is he talking to her about this at this party? Yeah. <laughs> this is supposed to be a private thing, but I expected it's the typical hallmark. You overhear something you shouldn't. That is true. But I do think I, Oh, maybe what I kind of expected was she was going to come out with it and then he was going to be mad about it. But this, I mean, this is, you're right. This is traditional hallmark. So maybe, but I think I was kind of like thinking he was going to, I don't know. You're right. (laughs) This was traditional, but. Yeah, I was like, this is hallmark 101 here. (laughs) I actually did really like the story, though. I felt like the cousin and all the mayhem that went on with the cousin not wanting any of her help, (laughs) even though the cousin is like bad at this. Why are you not just taking the help? Yeah. Yeah, just take the help. And then the part with the Darlene, that was interesting to me. I was like, something's got to happen here because she's she's mentioned it several times. So obviously this is going to be a point of contention, but I did not realize that that's what was going to be how it happened. And the fact that the cousin kind of took responsibility for it too, instead of being like, you know, I don't know. And I like yeah. the tea party part. So I really like the tea party too. I expected the Darlene to not, show up uh i didn't like i figured something would go wrong i didn't see there being two darlene's in the wrong one being invited yeah like maybe i should have seen that because i figured you know oh this isn't gonna work out darlene's not gonna show i did appreciate that cousin took responsibility for it i did have a thought during that 
bridal shower, though, I was like, why doesn't anybody go pick up Darlene? Like, this seems That's like what a I thought. prime moment. But then at the tea party, they were like, she had to fly in and they had to, like, yeah. get all their miles together and everything. I was like, okay, that makes more sense why she couldn't just grab her. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a little surprised. I mean, this bridal shower only happens, like, what, three or four days before the wedding? And if this yeah. lady was so important, I'm kind of surprised she wasn't just in town to help. For the wedding. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. I kind of thought maybe I had missed something because she kept bringing up, is Darlene going to be there? I didn't really understand. Do you, what's the story? Because I must have missed it because I felt like, you know, like I'm she said. sure Darlene just helped her through losing her mom. She okay. was there for her during that time. Yeah. You would think Darlene would be coming for the wedding. Yeah. You know? I mean, I guess she could come for the wedding and arrive like the day of or the day before. But I just, if they were that close, maybe expected her to arrive earlier. But and whatever. You would, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm a control freak. So I definitely been, would have been like, Darlene, you're going to be at the bridal shower, aren't you? You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah. I, I would double check. <laughs> yeah. If I cared about it that much, I would not be leaving it to someone else to make sure that it was done. But... You know, I mean, she had a lot going on and her mom wasn't there to help her. And I did like the tie in with the mother's dress. I thought that was a really interesting way to like for her to like tie the mother into it, even though the mother had passed. Mm -hmm. That was very yeah. sweet. That was cute. So and much better than like the black dresses this girl was going to wear to her bridal shower. <laughs> that they were black. Me. I thought they were both blue. Well, they were a very dark blue then because they looked black on my screen. <laughs> oh, well, they were. I saw them as like a little bit lighter than a navy, like a slate kind of. Maybe not, they were. Yeah. Either I way, know. I still feel like that's too dark for a an afternoon bridal shower in the spring. I thought the same thing, especially since it's customary for the bride to wear white to those things. Yeah. So, you know, I should knock my style down to a two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I gave the storyline a three. I just like I liked it, but I don't know. It was it was just an okay movie for me. I did like their awkward meet cute where he almost runs her over in the park on his bike while she's walking. And then they're kind of in this weird, you know, you've done the whole, oh, I'm sorry. Are you okay thing? And then you're just standing there awkwardly like, what should I say? How do I get out of this situation? <laughs> Because yeah. like that's how I feel when I write in my book sometimes. Because I'm like, okay, they've met. You know, eventually they're gonna get together, but that's not right now. So what do I say to show that? But then I also have to like separate them, <laughs> and it's just this awkwardness. Yeah. Well, and then people are awkward in real life. I'm awkward. In yeah. Real life, you know. So I feel like that's a very normal thing. I did like the meet cute at first. I was like, why is he yelling at her? She's not even in the the road. And then I realized that there was a brake problem <laughs> with the bike. Mm, but I was yeah. like, I I was thinking of like you know how when we've walked on the American Tobacco Trail and people are like, mm -hmm. to your left, and they're like mad at you because you're not far enough over. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. something like that. Oh so that's gosh. what I was expecting. And I was like, but she's in the grass. She's not even on the bike lane. And then I realized there was a brake problem and he was he had lost control. Yeah. He was <laughs> he was running wild. Uh and then the last note I have for it is so they have a dance lesson scene, which is fine. However, it does not live up to the best dance lesson scene from a wedding movie, which is from the wedding date. Have you seen that? 
I don't know. With Dermot Maroney and Deborah Messing. Oh, yes. I have seen that, but it's been a really long time. I actually think I might own that somewhere. I just love that movie, but their dance lesson is so cute because it's Michael Buble's version of Sway, and they're like in the middle of a fight, so they're like stomping on each other's toes and swinging around. I mean, that's the cutest and best dance lesson. The one in this one, it was just like, meh, but whatever. (laughs) It's a Hallmark movie, not a theatrical release. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Okay, so you did make me think of something. So I actually really liked how they very clearly liked each other throughout this entire movie mm, except yeah. for the point where he found out that sh- she had been lying to him then he's mad but he still likes her like and she still likes him and she's very upset about it i just i just feel like they don't do that enough they've been doing it more lately i feel like but i did really mm-hmm. really like that part of this movie me too one thing about him finding out that she had been lying about who she was well by omission was they did not need the flashback montage of him putting the clues of her identity together. Like it would just <laughs> it just flashed back to, oh, she stumbled over this one thing that was supposed to be who she was. And oh, she we didn't need that. He didn't need that. Like it was just not necessary. Yeah. And weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was, that was interesting. All right. And then spring. Wait. Stars. Stars. Oh, man. I always mess up my S's. I always miss one. Stars. We just recently added stars, so that's probably why. Well, it's been, you know, months since we added stars, though. That is true. But we're only doing every other month now. (laughs) I should probably still have this. What did you give it for stars? Um... I actually gave it a five because I actually really did like both of them. I think it was enhanced by the fact that I thought that they were really cute together and like I that they liked each other the whole time. So that mm-hmm. I think did play into me liking it better because they were very flirtatious, very cute, very like, oh, I, I was like, I would like this to be my love story. This is so cute. <laughs> so I liked both of them. I gave it a five. Okay. I can give it a four because of them as a couple. Everyone around them was fine. I mean, and while I liked them as a couple, I didn't actually feel any like sparks chemistry between them. I didn't feel like it huh. was totally boring, like total mismatch. But maybe that's just because this whole movie didn't like really spark for me. And it was just like ho-hum. Interesting. I think also I was going into it with very low expectations. <laughs> so yeah, it's like I was going into it higher than you. I yeah, so I think I scored it higher because my expectations were lower and I was pleasantly surprised. I thought that this was a delightful movie. I liked it a lot. So All right. Now we can do spring. <laughs> yes. I gave it a four because it has a ton of flowers. <laughs> I agree. It was very pretty. All the clothes, nobody felt like they were in the wintertime, too. So that was nice. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One win for the spring movies. So <laughs> They're like the only ones that they sometimes get right. I did you- give it a love. It's a it's a middling love. I didn't feel right giving it a nonsense because I didn't like hate it or actively dislike it. Okay. And I, I don't regret a- watching it. I gave it a love also. Woohoo. Okay. All right. So the next movie is called A Pinch of Portugal. And this is when a celebrity chef walks off his show, prep cook Anna must step into the spotlight spotlight and make the show her own. With the help of her Aussie cameraman and Portuguese location scout, starring Heather Hemmons and Luke Mitchell. And I was so surprised because I had completely forgotten that Luke Mitchell was in this. <laughs> I was like, 
Why do I know him? Oh, that's right. He's so, been in other things. Obviously, for the set, I gave this a five. It was in Portugal. It was beautiful. There were lots of great locations. The market that they went to, different like houses and filming locations that they were at was really neat. I I, I just liked a lot of it. Style, I'm going to give it a four. Some of her style, I don't think this was nearly as good as, what was that one last summer? The Caribbean one. Yes. So I don't feel like her style was as good as that one, but like she had a pleated skirt too at the very end of the movie. It was really cute. There were several outfits. She had this like green leather jacket that I thought was really cool looking. Um, and she's just beautiful all the time. So, you know, yeah, there's that. Hard to make her look bad. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I mean, but they definitely tried with that chef's coat. <laughs> I hate that. That is unflattering on literally everyone. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Storyline. I am giving this a four what's interesting is you didn't watch it and you were like oh I heard it was boring anyway and I was like I actually didn't yeah. think that it was super boring I actually quite go ahead well I was gonna say I'm curious to know though how you'll rank it out of these three. Oh, it's definitely the last one well then the there you, that, that's that'll prove my point fine for me <laughs> <laughs> if it was ahead of one of these then maybe but if it's last I'm like okay but I didn't have, like, a hard time picking love or nonsense on this one either. You know what I'm saying? You know, some mm-hmm. weeks I'm like, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I didn't have a hard time. I thought that this was a good movie. I, there was the, there, so there was the location scout, using air quotes. He is a guy that works at the market that she meets when she first gets there. He's this really handsome guy from Portugal. And he's, like showing her to the mar- through the market and this and that and and he's like showing her finding these locations that she's looking for and stuff like that but he also is like the love triangle because Luke Mitchell's character is her best friend and she tried to kiss him at one point in time and she and he's he didn't want to kiss her cuz he didn't want to lo- ruin their friendship mhm and so they've stayed friends because they work together and stuff like that. But so this guy is like the love triangle guy and he's like taking her out and doing stuff. And then at the end of the movie, you realize that his intentions may not be the best intentions. Of and course. she gets, you know, really disappointed in that. But then that opens the door for Luke's character to come in and say, I was so wrong. So... It was cute. It was really weird. There was this really weird thing with the chef that that quits. So they go to Portugal and his contract's being negotiated. So he's not going to be going with them. They're going to get started doing like B-roll and stuff like that. And then he's going to come and join them later. And he keeps not showing up and she has to keep taking a bigger and bigger role. Like initially she's got to interview this guy and doesn't go well. So then they start kind of doing her own thing because they've got to film, right? Something. Mm -hmm. And then he just randomly shows back up at the end. He's like, it's my show now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what? It did have a good ending though. I I mean, I don't know. It had a cute ending with her and her career going forward and stuff like that. But it was really as it awkward. should as a Hallmark movie. Yeah, it it had a very awkward. 
I don't know. I don't know why he was like, he was in Portugal too the whole time. He just wasn't there on the set working. Huh. That's weird. Yeah, it it was totally weird, but I liked it. it I thought it was good. Stars, I'm going to give it a five because I do love Heather Hemmings and I like Luca Mitchell. I hope to see him in other things <laughs> on Hallmark. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed because he's so cute. When he showed up at the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the man bun a lot of the time. <laughs> like, I can take it sometimes. It was fine on him some of the time. Some of the time I was like... Let's go back to the Roman hair from Blindspot. But he was still really cute. So there's that. And I'm going to give it a love. I didn't rank it spring because I forgot to do spring, but I'll give it a four. That's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad it wasn't as boring as I'd heard some people thought it was. Well, and maybe I'm just weird. Maybe it's because I haven't watched any Hallmark movies recently. That could very well be. And you know what's funny is that I'm like you. I haven't watched any Hallmark movies recently either because I've just been stockpiling them for when we do the podcast. And when I watched The Professional Bridesmaid today, because I watched that one first, and you know, I liked it, but I was like, man, am I ever going to watch a Hallmark movie again and be like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. I love it. You know, that feeling you get. Mm-hmm. And I get this way sometimes when I watch a Hallmark movie, especially when we watch like a row of just okay ones, you know, mm-hmm. but hearts in the game, I actually felt like more like sparks type stuff. So I was like, oh, phew. I mean, I feel that way about every like Tyler movie, but Tyler can't be in every single Hallmark movie. No, but Marco's neither a good- can Andrew. <laughs> backup i mean to our yeah. favorite guys i mean he is one of i think he's one of the top guys but he's agreed not, he's so not tyler it was just, no <laughs> but it was just nice that i had that thought watching the professional bridesmaid and then here comes hearts in the game right after and i was like oh okay <laughs> so last time we're going to talk about hearts in the game starring marco grazzini and aaron cahill Hazel is a top publicist in New York City looking to build her empire. Diego Vasquez is a top MLB pitcher who froze during Game 7 of the World Series. He also happens to be the guy who shattered Hazel's heart in high school. When Hazel is tasked with spinning Diego's image, it might be her biggest challenge professionally and personally as she takes him back to their hometown in Ohio to deal with what they've both left behind. We're in Ohio again. (laughs) Welcome back after going to Portugal. That's why I gave it a three for the setting. I also gave it a three for the setting. I mean, the baseball field was nice, but otherwise, yeah. it was the just diner a in the house wasn't really even that cute either. Mm-mm. It was just fine. You know, I kept trying to work out. I'm sure they've used that diner before. I was like, "Is this the diner in the Mistletoe Promise? Is this the diner?" And like, there's so many diners. I was trying to find the angles and spots that we've I, seen before. I feel like the inside of the diner makes me think of it like a 1970s RV. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> it should at least make you think of like 1950s peak diner style, you know? But it was so, it Instead was like long you went and, to 1970s RV. <laughs> it was like long and thin and then it's got like I just don't know. I mean, I guess technically it has that 1950s diner kind of vibe, but the colors are kind of more 70s to me, I think. So Mm -hmm. they were like yellows and reds and stuff. Yeah, it just was not as cute. 
It came off, I don't want to say dingy. No, it definitely but, came off dingy. But it came off dingy. <laughs> okay, I just was like looking through the photos and there the yellow wall is like textured, but it just looks dirty. Yeah. I know it's not dirty, but it just looks dirty. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not the look you're going for, for the wall next to where you're eating. <laughs> no, no. So setting wasn't, wasn't great in this one. <laughs> no. Style, I gave it a three. I liked Erin's pink power suit at the beginning. And then she had a blue one. And then I liked this jacket she wore at the party. But all of it together, I just, I mean, Marco looked great and whatever. But nothing I would love to have. I don't know. Okay. Okay, so I gave it a three, and I marked it up because of Marco and down because of Aaron. And I agree. I think Mm. Aaron looked great in the opening scene. I felt like that was really great. Um, Where I kind of fell off was her wearing the suits continually while being back at home. Until the point that they go to the party. And then at that party, that outfit and, like, the rest of the time felt better. Even the flash forward at the end felt better. But like mm-hmm. when she's in these suits at the ball field, you know, or whatever, I was just like. I, I mean, f- I know she was working, though. Yeah, but like you could have worn the know. jeans with the blue jacket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kind of mm-hmm. like even the reporter who was actually doing her like, I mean, she was a publicist. She was actually doing her job. But you know what I'm saying? Was there to interview him is felt more relaxed than she did in those suits. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, and I did not like the suit that she wore to the ballpark. It was like the dark with the, was that like a mustardy colored shirt on underneath? Or oh, green? I don't even remember. It was not good. I didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, style was just meh. But Marco looked great. Marco always looks great. Okay. Yeah, I know. The best part, though, storyline, what did you give it? Okay, I gave it a five. Hmm. Okay. I gave it a four. Specific reason why I did, but I have some other small things I'll get to before I get to. Okay. Okay. I would like to know why are they eating their ice cream with the mini test tasting spoons? Some places serve it with that. I thought it was cute. A nice touch. <clears throat> I've never in my life been to a place where they gave you the test tasting spoons as your actual ice cream eating spoon. What I was focused on at that place was, so he asked her what she, he was like, are you sure you want chocolate? And she's like, yeah, I want chocolate. And he's like, yeah, but they're known for it. And then he doesn't get to say what they're known for. And then it never comes up. And I was like, I thought this was going to be a special thing. Not just, I don't know. It was a weird conversation. Yeah, that was very weird. Yeah. I agree. Um, Did you think, so they had this moment where they go back to his house and they kiss And they talk about his mom's room, packing it up. And then they kind of like pan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In. And I thought, is this going to be an in bed scene? (laughs) 
It really, oh my gosh, yes. Like them kissing really, and then the fading out really felt like we were fading into an intimate sex scene, like reunion, because they'd been together in high school. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, it's not just me. (laughs) They were just cuddling fully clothed on the couch the next morning, which was cute. But I was was like, oh my (laughs) I, I would have been there for it because I felt the chemistry and sparks between Marco and Aaron from like the first scene they had. I was like, whoo. I was not as convinced. I mean, I did feel it, but I, I don't know. There was something to me off between with, with the two of them. And I don't know if it's just like that, like, them as a couple kind of like oh like it was fine but it wasn't amazing to me you know what I'm saying so it was Mm -hmm. but I do feel like I felt it so I don't know I just didn't feel I don't think I there are no Allison Sweeney and Victor Webster from true the wedding veil like it, it wasn't that level but it was way more for me than the professional bridesmaid between Hunter and Chandler and that's saying something. It might have been just Marco carrying them because Aaron is not my favorite. And for me to like feel that between them, I don't know. Eric's going to love this. Hey, Eric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is always like, what? And, and he always says, you don't like uh. this person. And we're like, it's not that we don't like, like we like Aaron. But I think the thing is, is he's more tied to the women than he is the men and we're more tied to the men than we are the women which makes complete sense yeah I mean we we covered that but way back in our interview it's just the way we roll yep to each our own which is fine (laughs) um they played a lot of good music in this movie what did you what was your score on the storyline sorry I gave it a four okay okay go ahead what uh, music yes they played the sign by Ace of Base. Uh-huh. And I was trying to figure out, like, because Aaron and her best friend in school were like, this was our song. And then I was trying to figure out, like, was this their song when they were in high school? Because that's what this whole thing was centered around. And if so, that song came out in 1992. So they were, that would make them like, 44 or 48 nearing 50 and I'm like that feels too old considering he's still a professional pitcher in the MLB but then I was like well it could still have been their song after the fact because I like this ace of bass you know but anyway they played that song Aaron is 43 well I mean in real life I'm sure they're that age but the show the movie the age wouldn't work if she's supposed to be the same age as him there's not a ton of best pitchers in the league at 44 and certainly not at 48. But true. Although you know. baseball, I do feel like is one of those sports other than the position of pitcher that you can play for a really long time. I feel like pitcher I mean, is the most strenuous position. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, I would need to look up like what is the average retiring age for like each sport to see what it is because that would be interesting to know uh and then they played listen to your heart at the end where she wore a 90s inspired prom dress and this is why i didn't give it a five because this ending didn't do it for me so 
She goes to the prom where he is and the song is playing in the background and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, we're building up to this. Like she's declaring her love and they kiss, but then they keep talking and they have their phones ringing. Then the song fades out and we flash forward to just tying up every single knot verbatim and generic instrumental music. And I just feel like it would have had more impact if we had the song playing throughout, you know, lower the volume when they had to speak in the flash forward, which I don't think we needed all of the flash forward information, frankly. And then when they kiss again for the final time, you have the swell of music. So you're emotionally like, yes, invested because music does so much. They just missed an opportunity. They didn't even get to the best part of listen to your heart. Okay, I can I can see this. I can see this. I knew you were going to comment on that song when they played it. I was like, oh, yeah, she's definitely going to comment on this. <laughs> um, so my favorite one. Okay, one thing that I really thought was great. There was a lot of comedic relief between the assistant. Um, and then even Aaron's character, I felt like actually did bring quite a lot comedically to this especially like I felt it when she's at her apartment and she's like eating all this food and she's like so sad you know (laughs) and whatever and the assistant brings her the magazine you know Mm -hmm. so I felt like there was a lot of that I mean the assistant carried the the comedic stuff but I felt like Erin did her part in it as well and so I felt like that was really uh a high point for this movie. It was funny. It was very funny. And um, the other thing that I thought was really interesting was the best friend who, by the way, I should mark style down for her wardrobe because they could not have made her any more frumpy. I know. (laughs) If they even tried. Like, they put her in the frumpiest clothes possible. The homeliest. Mm-mm. And it's yeah. like, why do moms have to dress like that? Like, why is that your idea of what a mom is? And this leads into what I actually really liked about the commercial, the the, the whole movie, the, the storyline of it is the, um, I felt like her point about like, you know, was very in, like timely. I feel like, I feel like so many women feel like they have to go after their career. And there's a lot of women who would be happy if they did have a family. And so I really appreciated that part of it. Like there is still the option to do either of those things. You can go after your career if you want to do it, but you might not be missing anything. If you go with a family, like just because some women have missed out because they had a family doesn't mean that all women will be missing out. And just because some women missed out on a family because they were having, feel like they've missed out on a family because they were having a career doesn't mean that all women would feel that way. So I really Mm -hmm. appreciated that aspect of the storyline yeah although to be fair Erin really was kind of wild for I mean missing her best friend's wedding to go to Paris for job I mean (laughs) I mean it is one thing for her to say my boss would have fired me um yeah you know I don't know what what point she was in her career but like if you've got student loans that you've got to pay back or you've got you know I could understand the pressure, but I don't understand why you don't explain that. 
Yeah. I was just you like, know. that's so not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other the thing I really liked was that Marco's character suffers from panic attacks. And like he had a mini one in the parking lot and she helped calm him down. And he had one on the mound, which is why he froze during the World Series. Like I appreciated seeing mental health represented by the male character mm-hmm. uh in like and the fact that he chose to be open with it in the end yeah which you know to help other people so i was like oh i really like that part that was really sweet well and i do feel like it it's also a good reminder that like you can do you can experience these things and you don't have to live in them. I feel like especially like anxiety mm-hmm. and panic attacks are the kinds of things that like people feel like, oh, it's always gonna be this way. And then you get into the cycle of like feeding the anxiety with actually the opposite of what you should do to fight it, right? And so it's like really hard to manage the emotions because the longer you go doing that, it makes it harder to want to do what you need to do to get out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like this idea of like being able to like, just cause you have anxiety doesn't mean you have to live with anxiety forever. You can work through it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is a good reminder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that all for storyline? Um, I think that that's all I that's all I have. Yes. All right. Stars. I gave it a five because of Marco and uh, Donia Cash, who was the assistant. Like they stole the scene every time they were on the screen. I love them so much because they've been in a couple of movies and they always their characters are always so great. So yeah. five. I agree. I like Donia too. I, I mean, and I liked Marco. Um, I gave it a four though, but I think I tied it in the four with the idea of how I kind of felt about them together as a couple. Like sometimes I felt it, sometimes I was like, uh, I, I think that they both did a good job with it and I didn't like dislike anything. A four is still above average score, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I feel like it was still good. It's just it, there was something a little that I can't I can't put it into words. So Mm-mm-mm. always Mm-mm. okay. Spring I gave it a four. I don't know because I mean we had baseball, but I don't know. I guess otherwise it didn't feel very springy. Okay, I'm giving it a two because I felt like Whoa. there was lots of cold weather clothes, like coats and jackets. And, it's I mean, early they, spring. You're not selling me on this. I know. It was before spring oh. training because he hadn't joined the Mets yet, so he hadn't even gone to spring training. Yeah, so it's like probably in March. Or February. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't think Ohio's that green in February. I don't remember it being that green then. <laughs> I've never been to Ohio, I don't think. Lived there for a little bit. Okay, so that's Carrie's super low score for spring, and I gave it a love. I gave it a love too. Woo! So, is so this I think your favorite our one over the it is my okay. yeah, it is my favorite. I was just gonna say I think our rankings are pretty obvious. <laughs> yes, and I will say I started Love in the Maldives the first like right after it aired because I was like I'm just mm-hmm. curious, and I made it like ten minutes in. And I thought, oh. 
Well, I need a deposit because I needed to go do something, I think, with the puppy. And then she shows up to this, to the Maldives, one of those like villas on the water. And uh-huh. she's like, Oh, this is my backpack. And you know what kind of backpack it is? You know those one shoulder backpacks that are like the tiniest backpacks on the place face of the planet? Mm-hmm. You it was flat. It didn't have anything in it. It was the tiniest backpack. She had no other luggage. My gosh. What? And then she, I I didn't watch the rest of it, but I talked to my mom about this. My mom <laughs> watched it. She said, and she had all those clothes, including a dress. So I don't think she went shopping while she was there either because my mom would have said, oh, well, she went shopping. But it was a really weird that this person who does this adventure stuff didn't have an actual hiking backpack packed with the things that she needed, the necessities. Like, I don't even know where she put her camera. It it was like... I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was a off screen <laughs> or luggage. <laughs> no, she said, this is all I brought. Maybe she had an epiphany later on off screen <laughs> and got more clothes. Maybe. I don't know. It was really weird. Plus the guy's hair. It it's terrible. It's it like an early 2000s boy band. It's like in uh, in sync or. Yeah. The weird highlighted blonde tip type is not Nick good. Carter not good. in Backstreet Boys. <laughs> that That is the look. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I was staring at him right now. I was like, Ugh. all right. So Hearthstone in the game is the best one. <laughs> yep. And then professional bridesmaid and then Pinch of Portugal. Yep. So. And our next episode is going to be a news and nonsense. News and, then, and nonsense. That should be interesting. And uh, if you haven't already subscribed, so you can get notified. We're doing this year a hybrid one month on one month off so if you don't want to miss an episode subscribe so you'll get notified when new episodes are released and if you want to leave us a five-star review we would love to have a five-star review from you on apple um, apple podcasts or spotify and come find us on love and nonsense on instagram or facebook but we're more on instagram and that's it yep bye bye (laughs) 